Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Me. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no spy girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse, Back to Black, directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R, under 17, not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Hello, Shredia Lab listeners. It's announcement time once again. Beep, beep. <laughs> beep, beep. I'm just putting this thing here to let you know that we have a live show Coming up at the Bell House on July 8th at 7.30 p.m., which, if you don't know, it's in Brooklyn, New York. We're going to have special guests that we're so excited about, um, friends of the I show. Say, I would say the theme of the special guests, Straight Lab All-Stars. Straight Lab All-Stars, villains, heroes, you know, a little bit of both. And it's going to be the end of our season two. So uh, we'd love for you to come celebrate with us and it'll be really fun, I hope. No, I know. I know. Why would I say that? Oh my Shut God, up. you're being so insecure. I mean, so insecure. It's going to be iconic. It's going to be the best night ever. And as we said in a previous pre-recorded announcement, we're also going to all party afterwards. <laughs> it's true. And now you go. You say yours. And then the second thing we have to announce is that, well, what would a season be without a earnestness bonanza to top it all off? So if you're listening to this, you either have one or two <laughs> normal episodes left. And then after that will be our earnestness bonanza, which will come out the last Tuesday of June. I'm not going to look up what that date is. You're going to have to do that yourself. So make sure to get all your questions in. Email us at stradiolab at gmail.com. The way earnestness bonanza works is that we answer questions that listeners sent in. That's right. Earnestly. Yeah, we sort of drop the bit for a while and just sort of answer questions as earnestly as we possibly can. And while we're on the topic, if you subscribe to our Patreon, you'll get that literally once a month. Yeah, I think that's it. I think we did our yeah, that's announcements. It. Come to the show, submit your questions, and enjoy the episode. And enjoy the episode. Bye. Bye.
podcast starts now. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Stradio Lab. Can I say one thing? Please. Uh, Many people will remember our last episode. I was more hungover than I'd ever been in my entire life. I had Mm -hmm. a voice that many on Discord, in fact, described as husky because Mm -hmm. of my state of being. And this time I'm coming at you almost toxically on the other end of that spectrum. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling caffeinated. I am pretty much twitching, but in an iconic and cool way. And I am ready to record two episodes in a row on this gorgeous Sunday. Okay, revealing the process. Okay, it's a process pod. Um, uh, I mean, we record live and never edit, and we (laughs) sound really, really articulate all the time. Okay, when you texted me at 10 a.m., roughly um i had a sense i I was like what is this bitch (laughs) doing it is what day it's sunday morning Mm -hmm. yeah some of us were sleeping in because and actually i'm not i want to say for the record for the legal teams at home i'm not hungover today wow but that's because i got a perfect um a lot of sleep a perfect Um, a lot of sleep yeah perfect a lot of sleep um and that actually saved my life but when you texted me i did wake up and i said no 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 and well, i put my phone I just back wanna, down. actually i don't want to call you out completely <laughs> but i do want to say so we are having you know as everyone knows we do these once a month special patreon episodes where we talk about a classic straight movie and for this upcoming one we're actually going to have a special guest for the second time and so i texted sam and i said hey i want to send bleep um, a few options for our straight movie. Do you have any preferences? And your response hours later was simply... I can't believe this. I can't believe No, it. I don't have any preferences. It's like, well, yeah, I'm going to need you to at least like contribute a little bit so we can like collaboratively make a list. It wasn't an optional um, I question. I can't believe I'm being called out I mean, live did, did on Sirius XM. Like, I... <laughs> It's just, it's funny because it's, it's it's like, in your mind, I was like, do you need a top off? And you were like, no, thank you. I'm good. <laughs> I didn't have any ideas and I had just woken up. And so I said, look, I was like, maybe he has something in right, mind. Right. So I was like, no, I don't have anything. If you do whatever <laughs> no. you're feeling. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it, it came off dismissive, but it was also like, I knew we would be talking in roughly one right, hour. Right. For sure. So for I sure. was like... <laughs> Oh, brother. I mean, thank you for calling me in. I mean, listen, this is the only space where I can do that. And, you know, we can hide behind the performance. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And no one's offended. Yeah. Um, yeah. Texting's tough. <laughs> Not yeah, to be sort of that. the most basic person on earth, but texting's tough, okay? It's like, you know, it's immediate and yet right. you can let it sit forever. It's uh, it's all uh, print so everyone can see it forever and um, there's a record. You know, if you had called me at, say, 10.30... I don't think I would you would have, have enjoyed not, that. I wouldn't have picked up. But we wouldn't have been having this conversation. I guess that's true. I mean, I guess I could have left a voicemail. <laughs> sure. And then I would have been like, oh, I didn't listen. Right. So either way, you're not. It, it won't come out with you helping in any way. No, I was unavailable this morning. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Got it. Got it. <laughs> I was out of office. How do you if feel you will. about voice notes? Is my question. Um, love them. Really? Do you send yeah, them? Yeah. Uh, every once in a while, when I have a long text, you know, voice notes to me, to me, voice notes, love receiving them. Don't send them myself. Mm, why not? 
I think it's the same reason I've never been able to crack any kind of, you know, front-facing camera comedy. I'm just, like, I need some time to really draft something, to look through it, to decide, like, is this ex- is this what I want? Like, sometimes something in my mind it doesn't look as good when it's out in the open, and then I have to do another pass at it. The okay. idea that I would ever start speaking and then know that that will be what I want to say is, frankly, anathema. <laughs> I mean, not to be, I'm not trying to be the meanest bitch on earth. All right. Well, it sounds like maybe you're about to be, but go on. Is this not what a podcast is? Well, in is a that not sense, what in a part of your career you know what, is you know a cornerstone? What, you know, you know what though? <laughs> I would say you a know, cornerstone you know what? of your career oh, is actually oh, you talking think before you know what you're about to say. You think you're doing Megan Kelly gotcha journalism? I think journalism. I fucking got you your ass, think bitch. You are coming here. I think I got your you ass, think bitch. You are coming here, and 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 you're gonna make me take back what I said as though I hadn't considered that podcasting is an audio medium. Well, guess what, you stupid <laughs> whore from Horville. Podcasting is improv, and I am going off of what other people are saying, unlike an audio voice note where I'm literally performing a one-woman show for the Fringe Festival without rehearsals. I'm sorry, bitch, slut, bag, but you can do one-person improv, and that is what a voice note is. That is, that's not what a podcast is, so the idea that they can be compared and it can be a gotcha moment is simply false. Yeah, I'm, I you're, you're right that a podcast can be one person improv. Do you see me releasing a pod? Do you see me doing a WTF with Mark Marin intro where I speak for forty five minutes at a time? I don't think. I so. mean the the voice note could be that though. The voice note could be improvised. Right. It's not a yes. one woman no, show. Inherently. I agree with you that the voice code <laughs> the voice note could be a new thing I've never done before. That is absolutely correct, and that is why I do not want to do that because it is a new experience. So you only do two prop. I mean, yeah, I prefer something to be collaborative. I'm not a narcissist. And in fact, if I'm going to do improv, I'd rather bounce off my ideas off someone else. Huh. Anyway. <laughs> wow. You know, I, I feel like we haven't felt this energy in a really long time. I, I know. I want to just I want to bottle it up and, and sell it uh, as merch. Yeah. This energy. Yeah. You know, and then it's when you tough. drink, when you take a little sip, um, you become a, a psychotic, stupid whore. <laughs> I feel, you know, we started this podcast obviously as coworkers, barely knowing each other, you know, became friends throughout, sort of got very close. Um, and you know, it's just nice to sort of feel that disdain all over I again. I know, it really is very nice. <laughs> and it's an honor. Yeah. Two years, two and a half years later, uh, I can still find that deep rooted disdain <laughs> for my beloved co host. All the ups and the downs, and I still look at you and I say, what are you talking right, about? Right, right, right. And I still look at you and I say, can you please turn camera off? I cannot stand to look at you any longer. Uh, I think, this is a bad idea. We're breaking up. <laughs> yeah. I think I look at you and I say, is it too late to jump ship on this project? <laughs> because I would rather have a different business partner. Uh, uh, wow. But you know what? In all seriousness... In all seriousness. I wouldn't want to do this with anyone else. Hey, same. You're my business partner till the day I die. You're my main bitch. You're my main biatch. And when I think about life without you, it literally makes me want to ball crying uh, and then use it as my Oscars clip for when I win my Best Supporting Actress Oscar for Straighter Lab the Musical. I'm liking this uh, this thing you're working with of trying to bottle up feelings right now. Well, I do think it's kind of the last frontier in terms of wellness products. 
Mm. It's just like, why, you know, everyone's trying to do like brain dust. I feel like that's the thing that I saw once. In fact, I got it for free. I actually think that's one of the things that no one has ever paid for. It's just like in a swag bag. <laughs> um, but like people do brain dust or people will, you know, people will pretend that like, oh, this turmeric latte is actually infused with uh, something that'll make you poop better or, you know, whatever. Um, and I think we need to really think of neuroscience. We need to collaborate with neuroscientists to just kind of go right to the source <laughs> and bottle up energies. Yeah, I like it. I like that. It feels very sorcery to me. Yeah, it I guess feels like- I guess I wish I guess I stan Harry Potter. You heard it here, first, folks. I um, this is boring, but that's okay. That's what improv is. No, no. You can start with something so far. Boring, I, and then if, actually, if I, you can find something fun. No, if I was listening to this, I would be at the edge of my seat. <laughs> I've read about this thing where you like get magnet. Your brain gets magnetized, and it helps you like with your memory. Oh my god! And, like, brain <laughs> and then function. you're just sticking to your refrigerator. <laughs> okay, you are bad. <laughs> You are being so crazy today. I, cut to me having the magnetizing procedure. Suddenly I can't unstick my head from the refrigerator. All because Sam sent me there. Okay, got magnetizing procedure. Now I can't be around my credit cards because I'll ruin them. Got magnetizing procedure. I try to shop at J. Crew Factory. Suddenly I'm beep, beep, beeping away when I enter and when I leave. Wow. <sighs> Should we bring in our guest? Absolutely. Okay, I have to say this guest is someone I would say... Uh, we've been needing to have on for a very long time and what ultimately happened is we have a rule on this podcast that we never promote anyone's work so mm-hmm. ideally this is a net negative for someone's career <laughs> if they're promoting something they can come on and we can talk we can make them say something stupid and problematic maybe that'll hurt ticket sales etc and then we always come out on top <laughs> yeah, it's actually a perfect system <laughs> and so i was like okay maybe we'll make an exception and have our next guest um promote her show called Oh God, an Hour About Abortion at the Cherry Lane, Cherry Tree Lane? Cherry Lane Theater. <laughs> um, and then, luckily, she's now able to come during a hiatus, so she doesn't have to promote it. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, and everybody else, please welcome Allison Leiby. Oh, my God. Guys, I have a yeah. lot of thoughts Hi. already. Um, please. please I similarly... <laughs> love receiving a voice memo and have never sent one at least on purpose i've certainly accidentally sent like the static of the sounds of my apartment like for one second to someone when i'm just trying to Mm -hmm. but i um do most of my texting through my computer and i love typing on a keyboard that's my favorite thing i agree and i would go even farther than that and say yes you can do many things on your phone but like when I see someone like online shopping on their phone, I'm like, I can't. I no, can't. I need to be on my computer for serious activities. Yes, I can exactly. barely check my email on my phone. I mean, I I don't. I'm like, if something comes in when I'm on my phone, I'm like, well, that one's not going to get answered because I'm going to look yeah. at my computer later. And that's the main source of all of my information is my laptop. Um, but I love to type. But I love to type. <laughs> but the phone, you can do it while you're on watching TV. Or, you think you my know, laptop is not train? on my lap while I'm watching <laughs> yeah. TV? This is a three-screen house. Like, I'm outnumbered oh. screens to people three to one. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then it's I, there's something about a laptop where it's like, it's heavy enough where you, you feel the weight of it. It's not like mm. a, an iPad. You're like, 
what are we doing no, here? Like no, this, it's not, not a phone. It's not a laptop. I'm not ordering at a fancy fast food restaurant. I'm trying no. to buy <laughs> something from the Essence sale. Um, yeah. Like that's what's happening. My computer keyboard is messed up and it adds extra spaces and extra ease. And so it has made life so miserable for me. Every day I wake up suffering and I'm in pain and I have to go through every sentence I type go back delete spaces delete spaces delete ease i I look insane i'm sometimes i just send the text messages (laughs) from the computer and people i assume think i'm like running while typing to buy a new computer yeah do you know how computers are over one thousand dollars that's literally true which is actually nuts (laughs) it's wild (laughs) you know what else is wild the computer you pay that much once and then you have it for years um rent you pay that much every single month and your apartment just gets worse and worse yes (laughs) George, I cannot believe you just said that. I had, I've actually never thought about that before. The fact that rent is a computer a month, you know what's it's way more than sometimes? a computer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Minus several computers. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's crazy. I think of something as being the price of rent, and I think of that as expensive. And then sometimes I think the opposite, where I'm like, oh, well, it's just the price of rent. Like I pay that every month. <laughs> right. Right. Which, if I was like justifying other purchases like that, I would be broke i'd have negative money i barely have enough money to live here what am i doing it is crazy (sighs) that basically no matter how much money you make because i've had ups and downs listen we all have um i look at my savings account it's kind of the same regardless yeah it is never really not adding up no somehow i'm like where is this money going and then i open my fridge in my closet and i'm like "Mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm." yes of course it's all in there and in uber (laughs) yeah terrible the way Uber got us Ooh. by make I, I can't it's, even it is the, the way they made it cheap for a full almost decade mm-hmm. just so you would get addicted to it and then they could ratchet up the price to literally fivefold. Yes. yes. It is one of the most evil genius plans of the millennium. I have found myself justifying like a $59 Uber home from like a show and I'm like I mean what am I going to do? find a cab take the subway like those things seem completely inaccessible to me now (laughs) also once you're set on a car you're taking a car right yeah yeah my favorite thing is having like one let's say you come up you come up on some money not even a large sum of money but like you know you do one thing and it's like okay you get like 250 dollars or something and then using that as an excuse to spend money for five months just being like (laughs) well i did have that one paycheck that came in (laughs) yeah i did that one extra job and yeah (laughs) After taxes, it was like a hundred bucks. So, like, I can definitely yeah. go to nine uh, expensive meals with a group of friends. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I'll be dining on this for years. <laughs> My brain doesn't understand how money works. It's no not good. It's not good. It's not We've good. had a whole episode about it. I'm. I'm. It just makes me angry mm-hmm. immediately. Me too. But this is something I've been. Um, is, why is giving away your social security number bad? I've had my identity stolen twice. <laughs> really? Yes. Twice? Ruined, yeah, well, the first time it ruined my life. The second time I was like, I don't even know anymore. Like, once it's stolen happened- once, isn't it kind of always gone? I know. Then it's public domain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, anyone can use like, it. They, they, like, I remember the, like, uh, like, the specialist who was, like, telling me about it the first time. They were like, I mean... If it happens again, and it probably will, um, you're, and I was like, <laughs> what? 
just my entire financial life got destroyed for several years because of it. And uh, whoa, the second time around, it wasn't as bad because I like caught the first time they had like opened a line of credit in my name for like a year and hadn't paid it. So like my credit score tanked, which oh, I never no. checked because like I, I know how much money and, and how I pay things. And I'm like, I don't know. I, I don't need to keep an eye on that. And now I check it all the time. It was awful. But the second time it happened during the pandemic, so I couldn't get through to any banks because every call center was like an eight-hour wait. It was such a nightmare. I had no money during the first three weeks of the pandemic. I couldn't access money. It was so crazy. God, I can't. Oh, my God. So I became... um, (laughs) So don't give your social security number out because that's how Okay, I actually am so glad I asked that because (laughs) now I understand the consequences. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I do love the idea of your identity being public domain now. I think it is. Can I <laughs> ask something? Like, okay, do you ever go to a bank because you have to do something and you talk to someone there and you realize it's almost like, it's literally like the same people that would work at like um, a beachside bar yes. on summer break. You're <laughs> yes. like, wait a minute. <laughs> so so this is kind of an extension of the food service industry. It, Absolutely. Like, it, <laughs> And, and no, and and just to be clear, no offense to any of the industries I just mentioned. It's just like it, you would think that like going to the um, surf and turf bar at a at a beach town would be a slightly different application process than working at the desk at Wells Fargo. I, yes, oh. for some reason I imagine that if you're telling me um, like how to manage my savings account, you have to have an MBA. Like, right, that's like what it should yeah. be. <laughs> Even though that that those two things aren't connected at all, and like, no, uh, the any person has a better understanding of like money and savings than I do, so it's still seeking an expert. Um, but yeah, it is like strange that you're like, oh, this is just like a job someone applied for. Yeah, yeah. You know who I think would really get along if we were like set them up on a date? A person that works at a bank and a person that works at a car rental place. Oh, they would love. They would. <laughs> would be love at first sight by Kylie I'm... Minogue off the bat. <laughs> Yeah, I can really, really see click. that like clicking. Yeah. 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 Similar personality types. Yeah. <laughs> um, what I also like about, I mean, because I, again, I don't know any of the details, but I'm like, it must be a nice job for someone who's like always dreamed of having kind of a corporate vibe. Because mm-hmm. it seems like you don't need much training. And then suddenly you're like in a suit behind, a de- behind your own desk, which actually most people, even in top positions at famous tech companies don't have, they have an open workspace. <laughs> yeah, right. Banks they are have a treadmill like the only with a computer place. attached yeah. to it. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> banks are some, being just like a teller at Wells Fargo is actually one of the only ways you can have your own office. <laughs> <laughs> and also like, you don't have to bring your work home with you, yet you still have like the credibility of like, I work at a bank. Totally. Oh my God. The hours, like you get all the holidays off. Yeah. Yes. I mean, I mean, by definition, bank holidays. <laughs> that's, that's a perk. That is a perk. Yeah. Huge perk. Wow, God bless. Good for them. And then God you bless. can be like, "Do you want a Mickey Mouse card?" That's I. I opened a new card recently, and I almost ironically got a stupid design on it. And then I was like, "You know what? You're an adult." Like, yeah, I know. Doing when, stuff for bits these days, like I'm just like, I don't know. You're almost forty. Like, is your life a bit still? <laughs> I know it's tough. It's but tough. I want I, to. Me too. I miss. Yeah, I had a ironic Cubs credit card for like a decade. That's good. And I never watched the Cubs. I just thought it would be funny to like pretend I was that guy. And but then it, it obviously came back to bite me because I was like, what a hilarious joke. What if I watched the Cubs? And every time I would pay, people would be like, Cubs oh, doing yeah. pretty bad this season. Yeah. And I'd be like, yeah. That really One time is a guy gave me a free drink. Yeah. I mean, that's, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. inviting conversations you don't want to have every single time you pay for something. <laughs> yeah. like, how many times do you use your card during the day? I would say seven. <laughs> For me, 
<laughs> yeah, it was not it was not smart. But then when it, it they discontinued the Cubs version of the card, mm. like it six became months a collectible. Ago. <laughs> but now, so now I have a normal card, and I feel Sports a little personalityless. <laughs> there was a part of me. I feel like we. There was a part of me that kind of wanted to do the custom thing where you have like a photo of you and your friends on your card. But I I know that's lame. But I always I always thought okay when I was young my aunt slash godmother um people can be anything (laughs) my aunt is also my godmother and yes that's true I mean talk about a girl boss (laughs) I know she can do it all also queering family positions queering family positions it's it's kind of mixing chosen family with biological family. But when I chose my biological family and she, (laughs) she now has two kids. Oh my God. And this is actually, you're both going to literally die when I say this. She now has two kids, AKA my cousins. I am one of their godfather. <laughs> oh my god! This is not now. I'm seeing everything. Incestuous. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're like, is that allowed? Is it? A cousin can be a godfather. An aunt can be a godmother, and a cousin can be a godfather. Even a gay cousin. Even a gay cousin. There's and do so you want to hear something even family. crazier? Here's something even crazier. <laughs> what? I was young when when this happened. So often, when you're young, I was like 11. So my mom is also co-godparent with me to my cousin. So my mom and I together baptized my cousin, who is the daughter of my godfather, godmother slash aunt. And if something were to happen to their parents, you and your mother would co-parent yes. this child. <laughs> okay, wait. But the reason I started this story is because so my aunt slash godmother, um, who, by the way, my other sister is named after. Oh my god! It's enough already. It's enough already. (laughs) Okay, so when she was, so when I was young, she didn't have kids yet, and and I was like the first kid of that extended side of the family. So she was very much like a surrogate mother. Oh my god! I didn't even mention that for two years, my mom, my aunt, and I lived together in the Netherlands. Stop (laughs) pitching sitcoms because my dad was away for a job. I'm not kidding. Okay. The point is, she so she like loved getting me gifts and whatever because she was single and and I and I was the one baby in the family and so she at one point discovered this printing place that w- could very cheaply put like a photo on like a t shirt a mouse pad and that was all the rage in the early nineties I don't know if anyone remembers I remember having right. uh, many mouse pads <laughs> yes so I would send her and I thought this was like a thing only she knew about I thought that was like the thing my godmother knows it's like this business that sh- that she's like a regular at so i would send her like <laughs> i sent her like a photo of nsync from a rolling stone feature and i was like mouse pad <laughs> <laughs> make photos i sent to her into either mouse pads or t-shirts and so i think maybe it's my nostalgia for that that makes me want a, a, a photo credit card mm. not the most rewarding story but i think no I, it really it 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 it, it at least it got to downhill. the godmother mother yeah, yeah that other stuff yeah. was yeah. a little more interesting um, yeah, you yeah. should get yeah. the, the in-sync rolling stone cover as a credit card I, as a credit card yeah. that's yeah. a genius idea actually thank you so um yeah sorry your story flopped at the end it's okay i it started <laughs> off really great though. i agree it was and you really know great. a lot at the beginning and here's not what everything say, is like, about endings Exactly. No. And I think I should have realized that as we were laughing at the other stuff and been like, well, I don't have to stick the landing. Like, I don't have to go back to why I started no. this. Like, no. I can just luxuriate in in the tale I'm telling. Yeah. And also, we didn't mm-hmm. know where you were going with it. So you could have been like, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I didn't, like, we didn't know. 
We weren't like, and when are you getting to the personalized credit card part of the story? Right. No one was jonesing for a part two of the personalized credit card discussion. Like the Cubs thing was funny enough. Wow. Oh, damn. Uh, no, this is definitely this this episode. I can already tell is a return to form. It's a process pod. It's a uh, yes. It's it's angry. It's mm-hmm. emotional. It's um. It's got it all. It's got it all. It really and does. you know what? Let's freaking keep going by doing our first segment. Okay. I'll actually. Yeah. Take the reins on this. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. Um, so our first segment is actually called Straight Shooters. And in it, we ask you a series of rapid fire questions. Okay. Uh, basically, this thing or this other thing um, in order to gauge your familiarity with and complicity in straight culture. The only rule is you can't ask any follow-up questions. And um, if you do, we'll get really, really mad. Okay. Well, I don't want to see that. I mean, I do, but I don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, George, do you want to kick us off? Yes. Allison, <clears throat> 15 minutes of fame or 30 seconds to Mars? Oh, 15 minutes of fame. <laughs> mm. Powerade, Gatorade, or financial aid? <laughs> Gatorade. Okay, Allison, the yeah, yeah, yes, or no, 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 no way I'm living without you? <laughs> the yeah, yeah, yes. Mm. Okay. Millie Bobby Brown or Bippity Boppity Boo? Bippity Boppity Boo. <laughs> okay. Allison, keeping a diary, keeping the faith, or keeping up with the Kardashians? Keeping a diary. <laughs> mm. I have a lot of Kardashian thoughts that we don't have time to get into. Mm-hmm. Obviously, as, as uh, all people in America do. Of course. Yeah, it's against our will. Yes. <laughs> I'm forced to have opinions on people I don't know. Um, okay, up with olives or down with the sickness? Up with olives. <laughs> That's really good. That's really good okay. Um, ring around the rosy or <laughs> the pussycats as well as Josie? <laughs> as a Betty and Veronica fan, the pussycats as well as Josie. Wow. Perfect. Incredible work. Um, 2,000 doves. 2,000 doves. We rank your performance on a scale of <laughs> 0 to 1,000 doves, and you got 2,000 doves. <gasps> 2,000 doves? Yeah. But I hate yeah, birds. Yeah, you're actually a record high. <laughs> <laughs> I, I both hate and fear birds. Yeah, well, yeah. get ready for a lot of them to come into your apartment as a gift. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad you brought up a hatred of birds because hate. I have a huge hatred and fear of birds, and I feel no one else is talking about it. I am talking about it all the time. On stage, uh, constantly. Um, um, I had a bird fly, and I have like I have a terrace. Um, and <laughs> get them. <laughs> How many laptops made, did that cost a month? <laughs> so many. It's made of laptops. Yeah. Um, my apartment. Is it would made honestly of, be cheaper if you just bought an apartment made of laptops. It's truly just like just like MacBooks, wall to wall. They're the lighting source. Um, but I have a glass door that goes out there. Another brag and a. I came home one day and there was a giant greasy print of a bird no. that had clearly flown smack into the door. And it had like, you could see every wing. They're so oily. Yeah. Well, they don't no. really shower. <laughs> it rains. I guess that's true. And it rains. It rains. Like they should be showering. There's no excuse for them to be that dirty. Yeah. Bird bath. Ever heard of that? See? <laughs> is that what that is? We know. <laughs> 
<laughs> we all know that baths are not about cleaning. They're about luxuriating and taking me time. So I can right. understand that's right. perhaps that's a good it doesn't point. clean them and point, it's more yeah. of a mental health exercise. Bird <laughs> 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 um, baths are about wellness. That's the next phase. Yeah. Yes, that's very true. Do you think, actually, it's funny that we're talking about this because I was having this conversation last night where um, I was with someone and they were like, wouldn't okay. it be so, wouldn't it suck? Yeah, wouldn't it suck to be a flightless bird? And then mm. I was like, I would love to be a flamingo. They're so much more fabulous than like a pigeon. Dude, but then also it's they like, can fly. they fly. Oh, flamingos do fly. What are the flightless ones? Do ostriches fly? No. No. And okay, penguins. So, penguins, yeah. Well, penguins are kind of iconic. Penguins are a sleigh and a half. I they... don't know if I would want to be an ostrich. <laughs> no, they seem no. dusty. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, well, I guess then I would want to be a flamingo because it's like it looks great and it can fly. Yeah, right. (laughs) And it has really skinny legs. Also, they eat a lot of shrimp and that's why they're pink. Oh, that's very cute. It's like they're like all about a seafood tower. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. They love a shrimp cocktail. (laughs) It's crazy that shrimp are like cockroaches of the sea, but they're so elegant and delicious. I know. Well, lobsters too. I guess that's true. I I think like most shellfish is. uh, Mm -hmm. It's funny that you can be persona non grata in your own community aka underwater but then humans come <laughs> humans like see you for the beauty you really are <laughs> you know what i mean that like is so powerful like you're <laughs> yeah. like you're like in your middle school and like no one sees you as hot but then like a modeling <laughs> yeah. scout comes and finds and you they're like, and you, you need are to a stand lobster in front of the limited two <laughs> yeah <laughs> Like, you are so beautiful, and no one in this world respects you, but I see the truth. And then they go back to their hometown, and everyone's like, flop, ugly, go, leave. (laughs) (sighs) Wow. I think that's actually, I think that could be a really good topic for, like, a children's book. Like, the shrimp that's ugly at home, but then is... Um, you know what though it's also kind of tragic because in order for shrimp to be appreciated they have to be they murdered to and eaten mm-hmm. yeah yes, they have to die so it's yeah. very pretty hurts by Beyonce in that way well I was also I was <laughs> just that video thinking. but with shrimp yeah. instead of Beyonce yeah, yeah. yeah I guess more the title of the song <laughs> just like yeah. a- <laughs> Well, I mean, that, I she's, she's underwater a bit in that. Um, oh, my God, that's right. It's about shrimp. <laughs> Every like little known fact, uh, Pretty Hurts is actually about shrimp. It's literally like mm-hmm. the plight of a, of a beautiful shrimp. Yes. And their journey from being ugly in their hometown of underwater <laughs> to being beautiful on the table of, let's say, a really beautiful restaurant in yeah. New York City. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, motivation. There you go. Yeah. I was thinking you were going to go more in a direction of like, it would be sad because then they have to like leave home. It would be sort of like about, um, oh. you know, I thought it was going to be a sort of a queer narrative about like having yes. to leave your family um, to find a chosen family of people that want to eat you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, that's, kind of. like, that's like one way to look at it. Although you would imagine that their actual family is also other shrimp in that scenario. So Yeah, I guess like they're not othered by the yeah, related yeah. Per, like family. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it doesn't quite work. We have some, there's a development process that needs to yeah. go through. Well, there's also, I feel like it's also like yeah. the process of deveining shrimp is like taking away their <laughs> power. It's like, well, we have to, you have to remove the ugly part of yourself to be beautiful for the human gaze. So deveining a shrimp uh-huh. is a human plastic surgery. Exactly. Yeah. 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 It's like, well, you have yeah. to get um, a vein job in, yeah. order, in order to be acceptable <laughs> Wait, at the restaurant. I, there's this is unrelated, but kind of related. Um, on my old block where I used to live, there was a varicose vein treatment center called 
Vane Go, like G O G H. I'm obsessed with that. I'm obsessed I with love that. that. Really disgusting I, name. Yeah. When you can be like a medical facility and still have a little fun with the name, I, I say go off. Yes. My, um, at my, in my old neighborhood in San Francisco, there was a place called TMI Colonics. No. Yeah. Whoa. Mm. Did you ever go? No. And actually, like, I'm like, maybe I should have. I always thought about it. I'm very yeah, I'm, interested. Yeah, I'm I've curious. never gotten one. Ne- me neither. We we got into a fight at a job I was at once, and it was like it split people pretty much down the middle of like whether you would like give it. I'm like, I'm not trying to like become a, a part of like colonic culture. Totally. I would just like to see what it's like to have one and like how it feels afterwards. And that's kind of how I feel about all wellness stuff. I'll try yeah. it once. Yeah. But there were some people that were like, that's bad for you. And I was like, everything I do is bad for me. <laughs> right, right. Can't I just feel thin? Yeah, you're like, we're on our smoke break. Yeah, like, okay. <laughs> I'm like pounding liquor in the middle of the afternoon. Like, I think we're good. <laughs> <laughs> we're like, the show started taping. It's 530. We can open up whiskey. And it's like, what are we doing? <laughs> uh, should we yeah. start the topic? Mm-hmm. Allison, do you want to introduce your topic and maybe just say a little bit about um, why you chose it and what makes it straight? Okay. Um, my topic is space. Wow. Let that sink in. <laughs> I'm giving space for space. Mm. Um, but mm. I hate space a lot. Um, so I guess that's part of like being a straight woman and having to engage with the concept of, of space. And I mean outer space, not personal space or, or, or totally. the space that we take Thank up you. on Earth. I'm specifically talking about outer space. Yes. I was going to ask you to define space because I was like, <laughs> this could be anything. Really, I'm like the space bar and you're like, I already have a fraught relationship with mine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, it feels for, like my association with space is also like almost exclusively um, Apollo 13, um, mm. which is an incredibly mm. straight narrative of like men with short hair telling their wives goodbye um it's literally two hours of that yeah (laughs) Yeah. it's like goodbye wife um and that's it (laughs) that's my summary of Apollo 13 yeah (laughs) um but there's just I think that like also like our obsession with space Trump's obsession with space yuck um but like people love space and I'm like we don't even know what's in the ocean and we're going to space Allison, I have, we have so much in common. I know, it's insane. I know. I've I've <laughs> long been like we we haven't figured out the oceans We've yet. We explored ten percent of the ocean floor, but we're sending men into like space. I mean, send it's some absurd. Men into space. I have a few, but like, let's like, what are we doing? We live on this planet, right? Figure out what's in those damn what oceans. In the, what's in the Mariana Trench? <laughs> we should know before we're on walking around on the moon. Yeah. They're like, we should colonize Mars, and it's like, what's in this lake? <laughs> yeah. Okay, here's my thing with space. To me, space works best as a metaphor. And it's a very straight thing to take it literally and be like, well, I want to physically be on the moon. Mm -hmm. Actually, space, (laughs) space exists so that we can like make art about it like it's not about you shouldn't try to be in space like name, you should just like watch some, gravity starring sandra bullock okay i was <laughs> like, gonna say name more art about space well no no it's not even yeah it's not even art about space it's like it's like the great unknown yes. and being inspired yes. by that and yes. looking at the stars stargazing like yes stargazing should be enough you shouldn't want to like star hop it should absolutely be enough also there's a lot of trash in space yeah that we put there. Littering feels super straight. Yes, very much so. You have to recycle and compost. <laughs> but I really am like, it, it's just very like, appreciate the unknow- the, the, the lack of knowing and appreciate how expansive it all is and, 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 the, and just like, 
mm-hmm. how small we are in uh, compared to the rest of the universe. Mm-hmm. Stop trying to colonize everything. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty white, too, if we're being honest. Well, yes. <laughs> Space is a white man. God. A straight white man. It- yeah, something about yeah. I think the science around space definitely oh. is straight because also it's like <laughs> it's almost like how do I say this? It's like <laughs> there's a gatekeeping element of mystery, like mm. where it's like oh, actually it's not mystery because I know this, 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 and it's like okay, actually I just want to like not think about the reality of it. You're yeah. not going to go there. I'm not going to go there. No, totally. No, we'll never like, go there. And I just want to yeah. say, in terms of the art influenced by space, I'm also thinking like alien stuff, like yeah. fashion that's very futuristic yes. and space, spacey. Like all that stuff the is movie great. Contact. Should... Yes. 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 Contact. <laughs> like, again, gravity, movie. interstellar. Like, yes. just make art about space. Yes. <laughs> yes, but don't yeah. go there. Don't go there. Also, like, it's, it's inherently going to be like, well, because like we can't. It, as you say, like, it's an unknowable thing. It is everything. Like, we can't... So, like, everything you find out about it is going to be disappointing because it's just like, yeah. oh, there's some trash up here. Like, oh, the moon is dusty. Like, oh, like, mm-hmm. there's just not a lot out right. there that we're going <laughs> to yeah. actually access. Yeah. I was thinking about that recently when they released that photo of a black hole, and I was like, well, this doesn't look good. So, just... <laughs> so, like, I would rather just think about the concept of a black hole rather Showing than look hole. at this blurry... Like, this blurry <laughs> image that's, like... Bl- a black hole <laughs> right right and also just like what does that mean like once you start talking about space there's discussions of like the concept of matter and i just don't like that again bet works better as a metaphor i don't have to know the equation <laughs> no, no no too many equations and again what's in the sea right uh, yes <laughs> i do like that as kind of a like what aboutism mm-hmm. it's like when someone talks about space you're like um <laughs> check back in when you're in the sea <laughs> What about as a first space of the ocean? Yeah, yeah. It's like you're holding a sign, like you're doing a protest. That's like we still don't know anything about the sea. That guy's doing like the balloon sign yeah. with like all of the yeah. balloons that are like inflated yeah. as the letters against that stupid painted brick wall. Yeah, I. It makes me feel like when someone's like has clothes all over their floor and is like, "Well, I need to go shopping," and it's like, "Clean up your clothes first, and then you can get whatever shirt you want." Yes. <laughs> but pick up your yeah. shirts. Yes. Yeah. Because the ocean is amazing. It's definitely amazing. At the same time, like, the more we explore the ocean, probably the more we'll ruin it. So I also want to maybe discourage people from being too interventionist. Mm -hmm. I think just let's do some snorkeling. Yeah. (laughs) But, like... You know, it doesn't need to be a whole thing. Couldn't disagree less. Okay. I gotta know. I have to know. It's on our planet. It's like like having a drawer you never open in your home. You're right. You're right. We need to to drill. I don't... (laughs) Let's frack the seafloor. We have to frack. I mean, we must frack. Honestly, the ocean is like actual. What we want from space is in the ocean. Like big aliens, they exist. Right. We have like giant squid that are insane. I guarantee you they are more attractive than any alien life forms that exist. Yeah. 100%. Attractive, as in like, not like I'm, I'm like, not like, like sexually yeah. attractive, <laughs> but George, just, what? Like majestic, majestic is maybe the right oh, word. Okay, okay. You're like they're hot. Yeah. <laughs> like, have you seen a squid? Yeah. Like my Sexy. whole thing with shrimp is just that I'm sexually attracted to them. <laughs> yeah, actually, that is what we're learning. I like order shrimp cocktail, and I'm like, fuck. <laughs> Oh, these shrimp are models. They're so sexy. It's like no one understands your beauty like I do. Yeah. <laughs> God, I have, I have to say, I am craving a shrimp I know. Now right I'm now. like really wanting I know. some. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, okay, space. Yeah. Okay, space. Space. It's just, I just really don't like it. Yeah. The only thing I like about space is when we get to see images of the Earth and how beautiful it can be. I like right. that. Right. Totally. I agree. Like going to take a picture of the Earth. Okay. Everything. Yeah. But we have those now. So. Right. As long as the Earth is centered in the narrative. Yes. Right. <laughs> because that's <laughs> absolutely true. Yeah. And I yeah. like, you know, I like a photo of Jupiter. Sure. Oh, yeah. It's impressive. You know, the rings. Or is that like Saturn? I'm thinking Saturn of Saturn. Has Saturn has rings. Yeah, I'm thinking of Saturn. Okay, for so sure. you don't know any. You're like, you're like, I'm still, I don't really know you're much still about on shrimp. It's, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I liked like learning about the planets in school. That felt like really fun as a kid to be like, like memorizing the order they go in. I was well, like, they're kind of like the juicy. Spice Girls in that way because they each yes. have their own personality yes, totally. and, and their own look. And Pluto's like yeah. in and out trying to have its own career, but yes. then well, back. Yes. Right. Like we're or so, we're kicking it out, I guess. It's like also yes. like the the uncertainty of Pluto's status as. Um, a planet is that's odd. queer. That's yeah, that is queer. <laughs> yeah, that's the one not we, thing about space. Is it is it a planet still? Well, you're trying to be binary, and it's like <laughs> let Pluto be whatever they want to be. <laughs> I think it, it really. Has I mean, Pluto was as a planet though. Yeah. it was like not, and then they were like, "JK, it is." <laughs> well, but well, we'll see. We'll I mean, see. people evolve. People as do planets. That's... Yeah. <laughs> so planets, we are pro. Planets, we are we're pro. pro planets. Well, it's local space. Mm. We yes. care about local yeah. space. You have to keep it right. local. Shop like local. our solar system, I'm all in. Keep, like <laughs> keep the Milky Way weird. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like I'm gonna support I'm gonna support Saturn. I'm gonna support Jupiter. <laughs> like I'm gonna support Pluto for sure. That, but it's but let's not focus Mercury on, though. Not Mercury. Not Mercury. No, Mercury no. I don't. It's like the only thing Mercury can do is like poison Jeremy Piven. That's it. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> it's a little sinister. <laughs> Um, you know, you get into also astrology, like is, well, spa- and is that's, astrology that's part the of other space? Side of the it. other side of space? But that's the more theoretical side of space. Exactly, it's space is a metaphor. Yes, it it proves the rule that yeah. space is straight. Mm-hmm. Um, also, mm-hmm. how do you guys feel about like asteroids? Ooh, complicated. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I kind of like the idea that one could like like a meteor. I don't know the difference. One a rock could hit Earth. At, and has in the past. That's kind of exciting to me. Totally. Um, well, that is exciting. Uh, we love a surprise drop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know. No, we really do. And that feels like also like if, Armageddon if, and Deep Impact, like two important sure. um, films. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> it would be very straight. I feel when a, when a big space rock hits us next time, mm-hmm. but it could be nice. I think if it hit like a desert and no one died. But it was still really exciting, and we all felt sort of a planetary unity for totally. maybe two days. That could be fun. Yeah, Here's my before ideal the news version. cycle changes over. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Before it's like the rock has a problematic past. <laughs> <laughs> my ideal. Here's my ideal space event. Okay. Uh, an asteroid hits the middle of a desert. No humans. Or, no humans or animals are harmed. And then it actually creates a natural crevasse that is that is a, the perfect size for an outdoor music venue. And then there was like a big music festival there. Mm, mm. George, that is so smart. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so like who would play at that venue? Who would play at that Well, festival? I think it would have to be space themed. It would be like LaRue. Yes, okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
Like, just like someone that will bring everyone together. Yeah, totally. And that is exactly who should. Yeah. And can. LaRue is headlining Space Fest. I'm like, wait, LaRue, who has like two songs? I'm that not even going like? to address what you just said because she actually has many songs. But I think LaRue is. A, has a has had a global impact. Mm-hmm. I think she's technically French. <laughs> I, <laughs> I could well, be wrong. Is she Brit? Maybe she's British. I guess we have all the resources to find this out. Um, I'm gonna yeah. guess British with the French name. Okay, she is in fact English. Yeah. There you go. I feel like her singing style. And her name is Ellie Jackson. Sounds. Go off. Wow. <laughs> so her hair. I forgot about that fucking hair. Sorry. Wow. I can't believe you don't stand Larue. <laughs> no, don't get me wrong. I stand Larue in like a. A way where she is a blip. She was such a weird moment in time. Interesting. And wow. it, uh, bulletproof made a. He- yeah, for you. For me, that, that time has not. It's, ended. A, it's a long, <laughs> long timeline. <laughs> well, maybe this will be her big comeback when she performs at the Crater um, venue. Well, I think she's very similar to sort of a, an asteroid hitting the planet. It's it happens once. It's a huge impact. Yeah. And and then we just sort of put a music festival on yeah. in honor of it. Yeah. It's the LaRue collaboration with the Asteroid Music Festival. Love it. Mm. I'm there. Mm. <laughs> um, and then you know that Gwyneth Paltrow is going to come in and like collect some of the space rocks and be like, this is I stuff know. now. Yeah. She's, she's like, like, put like, it in your pussy. Yeah, exactly. Literally what I was going to say. <laughs> that is 100%. She's like, this candle oh. smells like my asteroid. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, the candle That's... is called Kiss My Asteroid. Mm. Mm. Yeah, it's Cheeky. sold out. Cheeky, Very. cheeky. Selling it urban. Do you know what I hate? What? When what? people say things like, we all live on this crazy space rock. I hate that. I hate I feel like that is toxic space rhetoric. Yes. And like, or like, we're just like a blue marble hurtling through space. Oh, please. Shut up. Please, Shut you up. live in Cleveland. <laughs> <laughs> you wish you had all marble. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That, but that's like toxic queer culture. That's toxic queer it's space. It's queer, mm. ten, tender queer. It's tender queer, tender queer culture. Okay. Yeah, I'm trying to think what I hate about space. Yeah. <laughs> I also like um, have a. I mean, like now we're like diving more into like um, astronauts, but like the way that they have to eat food. That's why would you like? I don't want to eat like freeze dried beef stew. Yes, Not I I completely that. agree, Allison. And one of the things that really, really annoys me is when people fetishize astronaut food and they're and they it's like a delicacy or like dip and dots dip and dots dots are not good a curse so why are we doing this like have some sherry garcia and call it a day right Right. we have all the food we can do we can do whatever like you can eat whatever you want you could have shrimp like (laughs) sorry are you turned on (laughs) yeah please don't say shrimp um, yeah, no, I hate astronaut food. Is very, it's very Ripley's Believe It or Not. Like you go to Ripley's Believe It or Not, and their gift store has astronaut. It's food. like I just imagine that like astronaut food is just like circus peanuts chopped up. Yeah, that's what it looks like. Pretty much. As somebody who lived uh, uh, outside of Washington D.C. and went to the Air and Space Museum many mm-hmm. times. Yeah, and um, and wow. then like jerky, but it's not the artisanal kind. It's the bad. Right, kind. right. It's like I love jerky, but like same. Not like well, this is the only way you can consume meat. Right. I. I'm curious about why astronauts as a business, as a job, why do they like market to kids so hard? Why do they like yeah. need to appeal? I think <laughs> like, why do they sell food to kids? Or uniform? Sure. <laughs> yeah. I mix up those words all the time. Does a uniform? <laughs> it definitely has a uniform. So they can identify like that's an astronaut. Whereas like you yeah. can't be like that's a social media manager. 
I mean, you can. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and they also like, I mean, they also, kids love space because it's childish to do so. Yes. <laughs> so it yes. makes sense that they would be attracted to the idea of an astronaut. How much do yeah. you think astronauts get paid? That's... That's you could tell me, you could be like twelve thousand dollars. I'd be like, yeah, that sounds right. You could be like half a million dollars. I'd be like, yeah, yeah of course. Like, yeah, it's like it, unpaid. They do it for exposure. <laughs> <laughs> it's like 50, yeah, could they $50 like dollars a flight simulator? Like, <laughs> yeah, could they afford a home in L.A.? See, I, I think, think so. no, no. Okay, wow. <laughs> I guess I, I'm sure there's like levels. Like, I'm sure there's like yeah. you know, kind of like an open micer astronaut who's just mm-hmm. out there. Just well, it does make you think like. Math. <laughs> Totally. And then there's like the ones that go to space and get a Netflix special. Right. <laughs> it does. It is one of those jobs that's so desirable that I wouldn't be surprised if they secretly didn't get paid any. Didn't get paid much. Like yeah, I think when you learn that, um, for instance, when you when you learn that New Yorker writers are contractors and don't get health insurance. <laughs> yeah, it's so disappointing. And you're like, wait, this is literally everyone's like people that are journalists or writers. Like this is their dream job. Yeah. And they have to literally be on their spouse's health insurance. Yeah. Makes you think. It makes you think. Hmm. I think that astronauts don't make a lot of money. Okay, I, you've convinced me now. I'm like, I've because like I've also now, they like yeah. all of the like astronaut like um, offices. The like Houston, we have a problem. Yeah, you have to live in Houston. Yeah, right. Or, yeah, or like or Florida. Like Florida. They should open a Brooklyn office. <laughs> in Dumbo. <laughs> yeah, NASA Dumbo. <laughs> Right next to the Etsy office. I mean, when the Gowanus, I like my theory is that um, as they overhaul the Gowanus Canal in ten years, the Gowanus is going to look like the High Line. Um, oh, totally. So I think yeah, that that's a great right. place for a, a NASA outpost. Agreed. Right next Space to Space uh, Cold Brew, we work and a nine dollar cold brew. Yeah, <laughs> that's where we NASA to... belongs. <laughs> so uh, this is almost too obvious of a point to make, so I'll just say it briefly. Mm-hmm. But we also need to address the kind of phallic nature of a spaceship it's mm. kind of one of the ultimate yes, phallic we objects do. we do it's one of the ultimate phall- phallic objects and uh on top of it all just um a big big car you know <laughs> yeah yeah it's kind of <laughs> there's also an element where it's just a big vehicle that's like yeah. this is one of the biggest vehicles right you're yeah. like just drive a prius like you don't <laughs> have to do this right it's i mean it's more like it's a hummer like right. it's yeah. like a gas. It's a guzzler. Hummer limo. It's yeah. like it's a taking limo. a Hummer limo <laughs> yeah. to a space your shuttle sweet is a 16. Hummer limo. <laughs> yeah, you heard it, it here first. I feel like going to space is kind of the ultimate my super sweet sixteen. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's dad is paying for it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's true. Um, how do we feel about like the lack of gravity in a spaceship, or I was, or, or questioning gravity in general? You're reading my mind. Okay, I love it. I love that. Yeah. I want to be weightless. That's I agree. the best part. I, I think that is the one part that I'm mm-hmm. all in on. Yes. Which, you know, not to beat a dead horse, you kind of get weightless in water, too. Correct. Wow. Wow. The ocean so is space at home. It's space at home, and it saves the environment because you're not, you know, wasting all that fuel mm-hmm. to get up to the moon. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. It's more humble, sure, but you have space in your very own backyard yeah. if you just explore it. Yeah. Um, but that being said, I do want to be in a spaceship floating in uh, the air. I do just want to know what that feels like. Yeah, I wish I, I could fake it. There are like places that do that. 
Okay, I, I was about to say there are Can like in my in the back of my mind I know that those exist, but how does that work? Like And is it real? I always feel like it's a fake. <laughs> there's no way you there's no grab like that that can't if that was real, then people would be doing that all the time. <laughs> but like what right, would you like, do there? Like bring your laptop and like work? Yeah, that yeah. sounds incredible. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds great. I just want like my dream is to be like weightless but still typing. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, weightless like but online still shopping. Exactly, yeah, but like, weightless but still Wi-Fi? shopping. Why do I feel like gravity and Wi-Fi are connected? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, that I mean, so much of the things we rely on are invisible. wouldn't exist without gravity. Like, right. just like I'm sure that it would fuck up, you know, our sewage system if there wasn't. Well, yeah, because you have gravity. to like pee into a tube or something like that. Yeah, in space. yeah, it doesn't sound right. Fun. And then if even one drop gets out, it's just like there forever, <laughs> just in the air with you. Yeah. But I don't think those places are fake. I think it's like they can simulate zero gravity yeah, yeah. with like some very specific technology. Yeah. And I bet it's not zero. I bet it's just like a little less gravity than normal. You're basically just on a trampoline. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm like, um, what's gravity? Like, <laughs> like I know, yeah. but I don't. <laughs> it's like, again, it's an equi- like, I understand it as a concept, but not as a scientific like equation. Yeah. Well, also the thing with gravity, it's like it's Earth's way of pulling us towards it. So it is so rude to be like i'm gonna create a big dick shaped spaceship to leave mother earth yeah it's actually um it's actually anti-feminist it is yeah it's it's super misogynistic actually um wow yeah yeah space space seems like not um hospitable to women i agree in a lot of ways in some ways earth also not very hospitable to women. I would say but... that almost nothing is hospitable to women. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just just the wing. Maybe um... Mother Earth is a self-hating woman. <laughs> yes, I think that that's probably she's like a She's like a mother that is jealous of her daughters, mm-hmm. and so she makes them suffer. Yes, that's what it feels like. But then space is like, there are no mothers to be found. Yeah. Yeah. I'm also like, what do they do up there? Well, that's how long are people up there? And like, do they like hook up? What's going on sexually? You don't stop being a person just because you're in space. Yeah. yeah. I wonder. Well, if you're basically have had going around and around. I mean, that's kind of you're in orbit. You're in orbit. Of what? It's space is the ultimate. Wherever you go, there you are. You think you're going somewhere different, but in fact, you're literally going in a literal circle. Wait, are all spaceships orbiting the Earth? I. <laughs> I don't want to speak. To, I I do think they're orbiting in some capacity. No, they're not like going up there and then staying. Like the whole thing right. is it, it's all moving. Yeah, but it's like, moving. where are you going? I would kind of assume they're all orbiting Earth. How long does it take for a spaceship to go around the Earth? Uh, listen, I I'm don't asking know. questions, but no one has <laughs> yeah. answers to. I mean, I'm not the an internet does. Certainly, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I also, in terms of space movies, I just want to say The Martian is a straight one. Mm. Yeah. Mm. It's very it's, like man versus straight, nature. I don't like straight it. Straight fantasy. Yeah. yeah. What do you guys think of Star Wars? Go. I've never seen any of it. Me really? neither. In <gasps> what? fact, I've literally seen. And now I'm like trying to keep going because I'm like, well, I can't now. I agree. Yeah. I well, mean, so I've, 40. <laughs> I tragically have wow. seen prob- uh, probably like those bad sequels everyone hated. I think I've seen like episode one and episode two once each at like a birthday party when I was a kid. So like. That was my because I was in like what ninety nine or something, mm-hmm. whatever around there. Anyway, yeah, so I, around there. Yeah, I think I've I think I've probably seen those with like a group of kids. I've never seen the originals. Never seen 
you know, Space Yoda or whatever, the one that's on yeah. Peac- Disney Plus. <laughs> How dare you say Peacock? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and you know what? I, 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 tr- oh, you know what I love? Spaceballs. Same. <laughs> Great film. Great film. Great film. You guys are insane. <laughs> my favorite, one of my favorite jokes, this is the dumbest thing that's ever been committed to film, is they go, we have to comb the desert. And then in the next scene, they have a giant hair comb and they are combing the desert. I mean, that's, there's not a lot of comedy that's better than that kind of comedy. Yeah. <laughs> like an airplane where they're like, the shit's really going to hit the fan. And then Ugh. the shit hits the fan and you're just like, Beautiful. Hey, I watched Airplane during the pandemic and I was like, where are the movies like this? I would do oh anything for a comedy like Airplane. And it's so funny. It's so funny. So yeah, I've never really seen Star yeah. Wars. I do believe people that the originals are good. I'm not I'm not yeah. like such a detractor that I'm like, oh, it's all I I, yeah. I don't really like the Star Wars industrial complex for now everything, whatever. Like I don't care about that. Correct. But I'm willing to believe the originals are good. Totally. And maybe at one point I will watch them. Maybe for our movie club that Maybe. I oh. didn't suggest anything for. Honestly, you're, you're like I was actually just waiting until now. <laughs> <laughs> Could be good. I've also never seen a, a second of Star Trek of any kind. I was gonna say uh, Star Wars is straight. Star Trek is gay. I, think I that believe that's that, true. and I've heard that from multiple sources. Um, there's an incredible supercut. I'm also not a Star Trek person, but I've seen like an, I had to watch an episode for a podcast I did once, and I was like, "This feels rude." Um, homework. <laughs> um, but there's like a supercut of um, fuck, what's his name? Rakes, that one guy, Jonathan. Some. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He makes just really bold choices every time he sits in a chair and how he's gonna do that, and it's just a supercut <laughs> of all the times he does it, and it's pretty funny. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Also, so many iconic people like Whoopi Goldberg, Whoopi Goldberg. has been in Star Trek. Like so many iconic people have been on, on various versions of Star Trek. And you know what? Yeah. I I have not ruled out. I have not ruled out getting into Star Trek, and mm-hmm. I have not ruled out getting into Battlestar Galactica. Mm. And oh list. wow, that I've never done the dive. Misha's obsessed with uh, Star Trek, so I have it all secondhand, mm. and I am kind of like, oh, this is fun. Yeah, yeah. it it's, seems fun. Yeah. I also love Galaxy Quest. <laughs> with I want to say Sigourney Weaver and it's uh, like but what about that's like a, the, yeah, exactly <laughs> well the reason I love Spaceballs and Galaxy Quest is because they're making fun of yes. they're they're like in fact they're like yes making fun of the idea of taking space seriously yes 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 which I appreciate um, because we should yes. not be taking space seriously we take space too seriously exactly we need to uh, we need to make fun of space as much as possible yeah it's also weird because I'm like you look at the countries that are obsessed with being in space, and I'm like, mm-hmm. this is not good company. And that yeah, is exactly really we, good point. It's like but China, that's, that's, Russia, and the United States. Right, exactly. It's like so so that's the other thing is like in the same way that Top Gun Maverick is military propaganda, basically all so much space media is actually propaganda to be for people to be implicated in this space war that is gonna end in like nuclear war. Yes. Like you don't see like people who live in Croatia being like, how do we get to space? They're like, no, we love it here and it's beautiful. Yeah, do you think anyone in Barcelona cares about going into space? I don't think so. <laughs> they're like, what space? Who cares? Yeah, they're like taking their siesta and having little spritz. Yeah, they're like, I would love like a vino verde and some octopus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. The last, I do feel like sort of a merging of our topics. Mm. Um, I think this is actually, maybe is a sponsored podcast for 
um, the Avatar sequels, mm. um, which are space and more so underwater. Interesting. Um, and sort of exploring underwater as if it is space. I wow. never saw Avatar. <laughs> wow, you're like one of the only people in the entire universe. I know. <laughs> I don't see movies. Like I see, I've seen like I don't know, like forty three movies. That's like probably how many movies I've seen in my life. <laughs> that is so fascinating. Matthew's the same way. He just like didn't grow up in a movie household, so it was not a big part of his. I like did. Upbringing. Like, we went to the movies a lot when I was, like, younger as, like, a thing to do. And, like, I bought, I remember, like, I mean, like, I owned Airplane and History of the mm-hmm. World and, like, you know, important films. Um, but, like, in the la- like, once left to my own devices where it wasn't like, this is a thing my parents and I can do together where we don't have to yeah. talk. Um, now I'm just like, oh, I'm TV. Yeah. I see everything that is on television, but I see one movie a year. Yeah. Well, I do think that you're not alone in that. I just think movies, as we've mentioned on the pod before are in there all movies are indie now because no one cares about movies like in fact marvel is indie <laughs> because they are going there's so much working against them because everyone is like watching tv and on tiktok yeah that like going to a movie theater in any capacity is supporting local business but i love the concept of movie theaters but i would rather go and watch like three episodes of a tv show there <laughs> I mean, that's the problem. Or what I would really like to do, and I have like pitched this many times to people, but obviously none of the people I talk to are um, capable of making changes in the entertainment industry. I would pay $10 for one hour of watching trailers. <laughs> that a, is the craziest thing I've ever heard. I do love a trailer. In a theater, like in a theater, I get my, I can have my cinema quartet, which is Diet mm-hmm. Coke, red wine, popcorn, and raisinets. Uh, <laughs> oh, you lost me raising that, but I'll allow it. <laughs> okay, Rolos. I don't know. Um, sure. Some kind of chocolate, salty soda, alcohol, and have like seventy minutes of just back to back all of the trailers that I haven't gotten to see, and it's air conditioned, and I have somebody with me that I can lean over and be like, "Ooh, that looks good," and then that's it. <laughs> yeah, that's what I want. I don't want to see a movie. I just want teasers. Wow. I used to when I was young. I would go on trailers.apple.com do you guys remember they used to have all the trailers mm-hmm. that yeah. was my favorite website I would check it every day and be like so excited and I feel like that's like also where I like started learning about indie film because yeah. they would have like everything they right would have like and god I miss it it's just like I, I would always get sad when the trailers were over and the movie was starting <laughs> totally oh when people don't appreciate trailers and they're like oh we can be a little late because it's just trailers I'm, I'm like, like absolutely not we need to do trivia and trailers I'm gonna leave yeah. when the movie starts <laughs> Oh, trivia. <laughs> to to see Maria Menounos on a screen makes me instantly feel safe. And what am I, at a gas station? <laughs> I she's on those like, not gas relate. station TV things. Oh, I know. She, yeah, no, she's know. on every single screen. Yes. Every screen. If there's at, a screen, Maria times. Menounos is on it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do not relate one bit. I'm, I'm. You don't like trailers? I'm, I, I skip the trailers. Oh. Be- <laughs> they're, they're emotionally manipulative. I love being emotionally there. manipulated. I do too. I do too. And I also, you. It's so. It's such a gift if you're someone who thrives on kind of being judgmental. It's such a gift to then watch four of them in a row and be like, mm, that looks good. That looks bad. That looks good. Yes. Flop. Yes. Yes. That's what I enjoy about entertainment consumption is judging it, it also, without seeing yeah. it. And wow. it also gives you a kind of, it really gives you a pulse of the culture. Like, especially now, now in a more depressing way, but you'll see literally five trailers in a row and all of them are either reboots or sequels. Mm-hmm. Literally every single one of them. So you can turn to your partner and be like, what is this country coming to? Right. And that's really fun. <laughs> yeah. 
Sorry, I just I'm I love nuance and I love sort of seeing what the filmmaker is trying to mm, say. No, nope. <laughs> nope. nope. Also, trailers these days give away everything. Like trailers are like yes. three and a half minutes long. It's if for comedies, it's all the best jokes. Yeah, like, it, yeah, yes. Also, some movies are better as trailers. Correct. I would where say, the wild I, things are. Yes, where the wild things are. Also, I've actually never seen this movie. However, the trailer for the movie Stoker with Nicole Kidman is one of the best trailers I've ever seen in my entire life. There's this one scene where she looks at her daughter and she's like, it's like this long speech where she's like, most parents have kids because they want a second chance to see their kids do it right this time. Blah, blah, blah. And then at the end, she goes, not me. I can't wait to watch life tear you apart. And it's like, and then it like has the title of the movie. I've literally watched that trailer like 15 times. Never once press played on the movie. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Also, trailers are where you get like spooky or children's versions of pop songs. And I think those are an important part of our culture. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Like a scary version of I Got Five on it. Like, okay. Mm. Yeah, I'm listening yeah. Jordan Peele or whoever cut your trailer. Like, oh, I love Jordan. A Jordan Peele trailer is genius. Tra- like, I mean, that's what he should get awards for. Do you remember that like ten year period where Sleigh Bells real real was in every single trailer? First of all, Sleigh Bells was in every single media mm. property mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, there was an entire season of Girls that was just essentially a visual album for Sleigh Bells. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I also Perfume Genius is on every trailer now. Mm, correct. Yeah. It's actually too much. And shout out to Perfume Genius. But you got to rein it in, I think. You got to tell these <laughs> movies. You can't, they can't use you anymore. Oh, my God. Well, <laughs> because I think it's cheapening his brand. Wow. I think he has a very powerful brand. I think they're cheapening it. Wow. Whereas I support queer artists and, <laughs> and really want Perfume Genius to uh, cash out cash as much checks. as possible yes. so they can keep making the music he wants to make. Well... Stream um, the new song with Yaya Yaz. Should we do our final segment? Oh my god, I guess. Okay. <laughs> is that crazy? We, no, no, we no, don't no, have you to. Are, no, 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 you're right because no. literally. Uh, I'm in. It is, it is time, actually. I hadn't, I, I'm having so much fun that I didn't I even know. notice. All right. So our final segment is called Shout Outs, and in it, we give a shout out to anything that we're enjoying in an homage to the classic straight tradition. So imagine sort of it's 2001, you're at TRL and you're shouting out to your squad back home, but about sure. anything that you are enjoying. Okay. George, do you have one? Yes, I do. I will go now. What's up, freaks and losers out there? I want to give a quick shout out to the dessert eaten mess. I had never really grappled with or engaged with this dessert until very recently. In fact, at the bake sale Allison co-hosted for her show, there were all these tables. The one repeat dessert that two separate tables had was eaten mess. And I said, what the hell is everyone talking about? What is Eaton Mess? And it is strawberries, meringue, and whipped cream, I want to say. Basically all mixed together in kind of like a, you know, like in a cup. It doesn't look elegant. It looks kind of like mishmash together. And so I had one. Obviously, I loved it. And then since then, it's one of those things where once you see it, you see it everywhere. It was on the dessert menu last night when I went to runner-up. 
it was one of the things my friend Claire made when she recently had a party, ironically celebrating the Queen's Jubilee. And it was in another thing that I saw recently that I can't remember. And I think if I was a food writer, free idea, if you work at Grub Street, this is the summer of Eaton mess. And you heard it here first. I'm seeing it everywhere. And I think there's something, I don't know what the root of it is, but if I was a reporter, I would go out there and I would report out this story because the espresso martini is over and Eaton mess is in. Woo! Um, I've never heard of this before. I'm this is my first you, time hearing about this. Allison, have you noticed that it's everywhere? I have noticed that it's everywhere. The bake sale was like the first time that I was like, wow, two people are doing this. And I mean, of all things to, for two people to do, I it's know. not like one of the most popular desserts. Mm-mm. And one of wow. them, I remember I was in line for one of the two lines. It sold out and then I had to go to the other line <laughs> to get it. I think it's like it's a good summer dessert, too. So I think we're yeah. seeing kind of like, uh, you know, it's it's berries. You know, it's seasonal. It's light. Mm-hmm. And it's easy to make for a big group. Yes. Because it's just like one giant bowl and you kind of like get it with and a And we're spoon. back to having parties kind of again, yeah. it feels like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. COVID be Shout damned. JK of 3DS COVID. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I can go now. What's up, everybody around the globe? I want to give a huge shout out to, yes, I mentioned it before. I was going to do a shout out to it, but I could not help myself and mention it before. Um, Calling people. I love calling people to figure out essential plans. Sort of when it's like, what time are we going to meet? Where are we going to go? What blah, blah, blah. What should I bring? When you can just call someone and sort of naturally have that conversation, it reduces the stress significantly from like texting because it's like do I have to ask or do they have to ask and it's like also it's kind of fun to just talk to your friend because I think we I forget that you're just allowed to do that and it's like oh right you can just sort of talk to them and it's kind of a treat it's kind of a throwback you know um, the 50s are back and you can call your friends whenever you feel Um, so shout out to calling your friends and but don't do it for too long because they're busy and you're busy and like it's just meant to be like a little check in supposed to be a funny joke so don't get married to it don't fall in love with calling your friends just do it casually okay oh you're mad (laughs) and like not everyone's gonna answer that's sort of what's beautiful about it is that if they're not free they can't answer so it's like actually more consenting anyway that's how i feel about it Woo! i love I love talking on the phone and typing on a computer. I am 55 <laughs> years old and will not change. I'm with no, you. No, it is. Have to. It's it so is. much easier. Yeah. It's so much easier. Although what I, I have, I, I know someone in my life who is currently working with someone who I guess would count as a boomer on mm-hmm. a project. Mm-hmm. And this man basically uses calling as texting in the way that even like I would text you just like a one funny thought. He'll call, say that one funny thought and be like, isn't that funny? And then hang up and that happens like multiple times a day yeah. like okay, that's, well, that's too much annoying. yeah like yeah. for like texting is great for like here's a funny thought or just like just checking in or saying hi or, or or relaying information or like a casual conversation that has no immediacy like there's no plans being made but everything like for a lot for a long funny story or for like coordinating call mm-hmm. always call yeah i i always in. call Allison. Allison, whenever you are ready, if you want to do okay. a little shout out. Um, hey, girlies. I, <laughs> I am recently obsessed with, it's like right next to me too, because I was using it before you guys got on, um, canned air. What? Do you not use canned air? I love What do you it. use it for? You clean your computer. Oh, I thought you were like doing whippets. Oh, no. I mean, yes, I also love whippets, but like, no, canned air for like, clean, like. Oh, cleaning your computer. 
I have become obsessed with um, the new trend on like TikTok. And by on TikTok, I mean three weeks later when it's a reel on Instagram because I'm not on TikTok. Say that. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> of like uh, power washing things and like cleaning, like people like cleaning upholstery or like a deck. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just like really satisfying before and after stuff. Like I'm an infomercial like lover. Like I'll watch before and after stuff all day. And like this is kind of my home. I don't have anything gross enough to power wash because um, I'm clean. Um, and I don't have a deck. <laughs> um, and I don't have like a rug from the 30s that somebody right. gave me in the haunted house, um, which is what all of those. I'm like, how do these rugs get so dirty? <laughs> um but I did send my um, fancy vintage rug that my grandmother had given me to a rug cleaner. And I wanted to be like, before I moved, and I was like, can you guys like video it happening for me? <laughs> I like want to see it. Because um, they did clean it really nicely. But canned air is great. Because like, I don't know, you guys know the, we, you, you guys know laptops, right? Um, but like, oh, yeah. They get, I feel like it's so dusty and there's just like dust under everything. And this just like cleans it off. And I love it. And when I was home seeing my parents, my dad had it in his office and I used it every single day to clean my laptop. And then I came home and I was like, I must buy some. Oh my God. Wow. You know, it really is crazy how we accept how dirty all our electronics are. Mm, They're filthy. I choose not to think about it. Yeah. I mean, my phone, I think it's cast iron you know you, you, you want the seasoning some salt right. part of it. that's how you yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah the other day I, I put um my phone on top of my coffee cup to keep it warm just like instinctively i was like i need to put something there because and i was like wait a minute this has fecal matter on it like sure i it should does. not yeah. be doing that's that. like the and least then I, of your problems on your yeah, phone yeah um, yeah i really don't enjoy that like we're moving towards like a um apple pay phone system for the subway i'm like i don't want it touching we're coming close to touching things that are like subway turnstiles. Yeah, that's yeah. true. And I don't <laughs> like having it out for like menu QR codes. I don't like it being on the tape. Like, I just don't like the forced engagement with it in times where I'm like, this is dirty. You should be able to give your phone a bath. There are like <laughs> electronics cleaning things that you can, where it's like ultraviolet light. Or oh, whatever. right, right, right. But I have a um, jewelry and glasses cleaner that I bought that's a commercial grade um, <laughs> micro. It's a little... Oh my god, you have so many gadgets. It's a little bath. Oh, that, oh wow. wow. And like you, Look at you. It's like, it really looks like a little bathtub for it's your phone. It's a little phone. bathtub, for your, but like you can't put electronics in it. It's just yeah. for uh, metal stuff. But I clean my glasses oh, in it and you really don't think about how gross your glasses is and if you've ever cleaned them. Yeah. Wow. So I wish I could I wish my I could do a little um skincare routine on my phone. <laughs> Exfoliating? <laughs> yeah, like a P50. <laughs> That'd be nice. That would be nice. But Yeah, I guess I'm into cleaning. That's my shout out. Clean. Oh, right. no, I love that. That's I'm, nice. Yeah. Especially now in the summer. Everything is great. It's so important to constantly be cleaning. Constantly. <laughs> Everything is covered in a film of bug spray, sunscreen, sand yeah. and like dirt. Love that. And sweat. Well, Allison this has been an absolute dream. I mean, a damn delight. I, I, I mean, I really don't remember the last time I was so giddy for an hour and a half straight. <laughs> True. Well, I mean, probably the last time you saw shrimp. <laughs> yeah, I just enter a blackout or I'm like, ah! <laughs> you wake up, it's like Monday afternoon. You're like, what happened? <laughs> I'm covered in shrimp tails. <laughs> oh my God. Wow. Okay. Okay. Bye. 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 Bye.